Hey everybody, welcome to the You Got the Answer Sis podcast with Trina. And basically, this is a guide for self-introspection. So if you guys aren't familiar with what self-introspecting is, self-introspecting is basically looking at one's thoughts, feelings, behaviors, and emotions, and basically looking at ourselves from the inside on in and analyzing what we can do better. Self-introspecting is only for the betterment of ourselves. Um, You know, lots of us are in the process of healing, right? And we use this word healing so often. And sometimes we use the word healing so freely that we don't even realize that it has become a normal part of our vocabulary. And sometimes we're not even healing. We're just using the word because the word just sounds... It's a comfort word to use. That's how I want to say it, right? So in order for us to heal, we have to self-introspect. Like I know that in a lot of ways that I have flaws. So where are the flaws that I have? Some of my flaws have come from me experiencing so much trauma. And yeah, so how do I overcome those flaws? I have been (laughs) self-introspecting. So with that being said, guys, again, welcome to the You've Got the Answer Sis podcast. This is my first podcast, and I am super nervous. I want to be as authentic as possible with you guys. I want to be as, whew, I really, really, really want to be as honest as possible. Um, I just wanted to flow for the most part because, y'all, I'm super nervous, but This chapter of my podcast is called Breaking the Cycle. I know. I'm supposed to put the drums there, I believe. I might. I don't know. (laughs) I'll see after I edit the podcast. But yeah, so this chapter is chapter one of 2023, and I call it Breaking the Cycle. So the reason why I am calling this chapter of my life breaking the cycle is because there are so many cycles in my life that I have allowed to continuously go on, continuously put myself through. Um, I've allowed people to do things to me continuously and me being okay with that behavior, or should I not say me being okay, but me knowing that these things aren't okay, but because something was comfortable to me, because someone was comfortable to me, because the behavior was familiar to me, and because someone was familiar to me, I felt as though, okay, I'm probably going to deal with this just for a little bit longer to see how much, how much more I can take, right? And sometimes we get to a state where when you're a woman, when you're fed up, that's it. Like a, once a woman is fed up, a woman is fed up and there is nothing that anyone can do about it. It is not a damn thing that anyone can do about a woman being fed up. Because when we are done, we are done. And any woman listening to this podcast right about now, sis, you know it, right? So I have been in a situation for a while now. And the situation that I was in for a while, I'm guessing um, things started going a little bit left within my relationship at the time. And I did a lot of self-introspecting myself, right? And due to the fact that I had to take a step back and look within myself and see where I went wrong in that relationship, I was able to 
fix the flaws that I had. And I'm being as transparent as possible, guys. So if I get emotional, I apologize. But I'm being as transparent as possible because this is what I'm here to do. I'm here to give y'all transparency. I'm here to give y'all womanhood. I'm here to give y'all a guide to self-introspection. And I'm going to keep mentioning that word because this is what it's all about. Because we got to go back and fetch what's needed for the future. Seeing Kofa, I know it's a it's an African thing. <laughs> but um, yes, so um, during the time of my situation, I literally had to go and figure out what I did wrong versus blaming my partner at the time. Like, it's you, 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 you. I ain't going to keep pointing fingers at you. That's crazy. So I'm like, I, I know I have my flaws. So I went back and I fixed my flaws, right? And I worked on myself for the betterment of myself. And I can say in some ways, I didn't just work on myself for the betterment of myself, for me. I want to say I worked on myself for the betterment of my partner at the time as well. You know, even though we weren't together, there was hopes that we were going to be back together or however that situation would have went. But um, within that particular time frame, the dynamic between my previous partner and I had changed, right? So there then becomes a third party in the equation. And once this happens, I start noticing that, again, the dynamic is changing. I'm used to a certain way of living with a certain person i am used to familiarity i believe i pronounced that correctly right so once things start going a little bit left for me i'm not gonna go left with you i'm gonna go the other way because why am i gonna keep trying to fix something that isn't supposed to be fixed right apparently if it was broken the way that it was broken, that means that initially it was not supposed to have been for me anyway. I ask God all the time, God, if it's for me, then it's for me. If it's not, please remove it from my life. So um, recently, I explained to my previous partner at the time, who I am no longer with, that I am done. Okay? I am emotionally drained. I am emotionally burnt out. I am physically and mentally tired of fighting for something that I know I will not get back. And at this point, the reality of it is, do I really want it back? Did I really want it back? And those were the questions that I had to start asking myself. So I had to begin to break those cycles. The cycle that I also had to break was, no, I want to hold it and want to fold it. That's something that I'm damn good at. But when it comes to somebody that you're so comfortable with and a person that you're in love with, sometimes love will make us do crazy things and we love somebody so much that we lose ourselves. Please, ladies, let's not keep doing that in 2023. Never love anybody else more than you love yourself. Never put your emotions after the emotions of somebody else. Always choose you because if the shoe was on the other foot, I promise it would not go the way that you want it to go. And I'm speaking based off of experience, right? So lots of times as women, we know that there are things that we do wrong in our life. And we question, you know, God, why does this happen? We question divine, why does this happen? We question spirit, why does this happen? You know, whatever our belief is, we always question why does it happen? But the reason why it happens, honestly, is because... There's something that we need to work on within ourselves, right? So the fact of the matter is the way that my situation went with my ex 
at the time, my previous partner at the time, I want to say I cannot be too sure what my situation was as to why I felt like, oh my gosh, I'm so in love with him. I can't leave. I can't see him with anybody else. And da 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 da. That's how I was feeling at the time, yo. I ain't gonna hold you. That's how I was feeling. But there was something within me, and there is something that's within me that I need to work on within myself to be like, oh, okay, you know what? Enough is enough. And at one point, my ex had made a statement. And he was like, I thought you loved me enough to let me go. And me, I'm like, boy, I thought I did too. Where you going? You ain't going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere. Where you going? Like, it was given Heather Headley in my mind delusional it was giving delulu it was giving melanie fiona should i grab a cell call this chick up start some shit then hang up and i got time for that that's what it was giving them it was giving that and i had to learn that during that month of me finding out that there was now a third party involved literally 96 hours after i blocked this man right I literally had to learn, it, it took some time apart for me to learn. It wasn't that I had to love him enough to let him go. I had to love myself enough to let him go. So finally, when I loved myself enough and I let him go, eventually my partner, my previous partner, came back around and we discussed it. And I had to have an honest and adult sit down conversation with why I felt the way that I felt why I needed my space, why I created the barrier, why? Because I was not respecting myself. I refused to live the lowest of the low for any man or anybody that wouldn't do the same for me. I will not lose my morals, I will not lose my standards, and I will not lose my values for anybody, not even my goddamn self. That's crazy, right? So, um, Again, this most recent situation, to sum it up in a nutshell, has taught me how to love on myself more. And that's not to shed a bad light on my previous partner because, again, he is an amazing man. And I won't discredit him from that. There are a lot of things that my past relationship has taught me about myself, right? And I've seen a lot of improvement within myself during the past year and a half. A lot of, a lot of womanly improvement. And I love it. But the cycles that I have to break are knowing what's for me and what's not for me. And if it's not letting it go, right? And I believe that another cycle that I believe that we all have to break is some of us, not all of us, but some of us is not overextending yourself. Do not whatsoever overextend yourself because it's it can be very exhausting. It can be mentally draining. And you know, overextending yourself can sometimes be not intentionally, but very much hazardous to your mental health. It can also be hazardous to your physical health overall, right? So I also named my podcast 
You've got the answer, sis, because any answer as a woman that you're looking for, you are going to find it within you. So lots of times as women, we look for validation in a man. It's not all of us, but there's some of us. And even if it has been all of us, some of us may have been there before. Um, we may look for validation in the man. We may look for validation in the clothing we wear, the bags we carry, the cars we drive, our mothers, our fathers, our sisters, our family in general. And the thing of it is, we do not need to be validated by others. Other people do not need to put a stamp on us in order for us to be of high value, in order for us to be an exception in this society. That's not what we're here for. It starts with you. The moment that you place yourself on a high pedestal, the moment that you start being around people of your price bracket, your tax bracket, the moment that you start surrounding yourself with others who are rooting for you, who are much like you, this is the moment that you will realize the validation is no longer needed in anybody else. Once I've validated myself, once I've loved on myself, once I've done enough work to put in what I have to put in for myself in order for me to, to be the woman or the man that I need to be in the future and that I need to be in the present at this very moment, the validation will come from others. And it's not that that validation matters, but it just goes to show that when we fix ourselves and we change ourselves, it always gives others the visual and the blueprint on how to treat us. Because whether you like it or not, our outside is definitely a reflection from our inside. What we say verbally is definitely a reflection of what's on the inside. So we have to be very careful with the way that we use our tongue. We have to be very careful the way that we present ourselves because presentation does matter. And it does. And for that matter, when trying to find peace in other people, when trying to find peace in certain situations, it has nothing to do with the things that are going on around us. It has everything to do with you, sis. You have the answers. And it took me a really long time to figure out why my anxiety bothered me so much. You know, I couldn't go to the doctors and say, hey, I have anxiety and this is why my anxiety is bothering me. Hey, I have postpartum and this is why my postpartum is bothering me. These are the things that I could not do because I knew that they were going to give me a diagnosis. that I'm like, mm, I don't agree with it. That don't make sense to me. I'm not here for that. I really don't want to talk about that. Um, I beg to differ. When in reality, the only thing that I had to do was sit with myself. Probably write down a little bit. Maybe just stare at myself in the mirror. Say a couple mantras, affirmations a day. <clears throat> Excuse me. To finally realize that it was me. I had the answer. I had the answer on how that man was supposed to treat me. I had the answer of when I was supposed to leave him, why I didn't leave him, right? I had the answer of when I was hurt, the way that I was hurt about my past relationship, why it hurt me so bad. 
I had that answer, but I also now have the answer and the blueprint of how I'm going to move on and maneuver throughout my life and learn from every encounter with every person that I've ever come in contact with. Whether it was last year, the year before that, the year before that, the year before that, whether it was the person that I first started seeing when I first started walking, which is my mom. That was real cute the way that I stood it in there. But, well, the way that I slid it in there, that was really cute. But, yeah, y'all, I just feel like lots of times as women, we are the divine. We are the source. We are so powerful mentally, physically, and emotionally that sometimes if we don't tap into that power, we lose sight of who we really are. And then once we start losing sight of who we are and we have these powers, it kind of lessens our powers as well. So as a woman, I just think that we should always, always, always hold ourselves to a certain a certain standard. We should always be willing to take on. It's OK to criticize yourself. I, I, I do self-criticism all the time. Like, damn, girl, you know, you ain't had to say that like that or why the hell are you thinking that's not the way shit or take that shit off things like that like <laughs> take those things off like girl that is not that is not you no but um yeah i've i've been in situations where i've had to criticize myself several times or had to correct myself because i know that something i didn't said or something i did or something i'm wearing i should be taking it off or i shouldn't be saying what the hell i'm saying or i shouldn't have done what i didn't did right so when we hold ourselves accountable that makes it a hell of a lot clear on our, I think when we hold ourselves accountable, I'm trying to figure out how to say it, y'all. It's like, what, 2.15 in the morning? I'm just trying to figure out how to say it. I'm so tired. I think when we hold ourselves accountable, that makes it a lot more clear on who we are as a person right? Because accountability means a lot. It does. To be able to do something wrong and know that what you did was wrong and you'd be able to say, hey, yo, that was wrong and I should have never did that. That speaks high values of who you are as a woman, who you are as a person, not even just a woman, but as a man, an alien, a dog, a cat. (laughs) To hold yourself accountable, it is one of the most, I think accountability is one of the most beautifully mature things that I have ever seen. Accountability is so becoming of a human being. And I don't mean to steer this conversation from self-introspection to accountability. Of course, this is a podcast, so the conversation is going to be all over the place. It's going to be jumping from one topic to the next topic to the next topic. But however, at the end of the podcast, I promise everything is going to tie back into each other. Um, Well, I should say everything is going to tie back into the exact topic. Now, again, I told you guys that I wanted to be as transparent as possible. I am still nervous during this podcast, and I am getting a little anxious. I feel like I'm talking in circles, but I'm not because I'm making points, and y'all getting the points. Y'all getting the points. Yeah. Um, But again, y'all, like I said, um, I believe that accountability is something that it's it's a characteristic that not every human has. However, every human possesses the ability to have the power to take accountability. But not every human being 
wants or knows how to take on the action of being accountable when they do wrong, okay? So, um, yeah, I'm going to leave it off on that note, guys. Um, so, again, the answer is always within you, sis. So anything that you ever want to know is always within you. There are cycles that I think this is 2023 and I believe that we all should be starting off on a brand new foot. Listen, your friend keeps asking you for money and your friend is never giving you the money back or your friend a leech. Please break that cycle. Toss her to the left, not the right, to the left because you're going in the right direction. She's going in the wrong direction. If you're going right and somebody going left, that's wrong. Um, Boyfriend keep calling your phone. He ain't taking you out on dates. He's not dining. He ain't doing what he's supposed to do. Communicate with him. If communication is not working, please get him out of here. Your family is toxic. They're always yelling. They're always arguing. Every time you come around, they're looking at you. They're worried about you and your business. They ain't your business. Or, everybody, oh, when you having kids? When you having kids? I ain't never seen you with a man before. You like the girlies? Or, what are guys? I ain't never seen you with a girl before. You like the girlies? You like you like the boys? You know, cut them off. Stay out of my business. This ain't got nothing to do with you. People that's meddling in your business, stay out of your business. Y'all, let's break the cycle of over-accessing social media time. That's another cycle that I need to break. Because, y'all, I get on TikTok and I stay on TikTok. It is crazy how long I stay on TikTok. It is ridiculous. Because my algorithm is, what, nursing TikTok, right? And y'all, I be looking at stuff for days like, dang, I know how to do that medicine calculation now. Okay, I know how to sign that paper. Don't document that. Don't document. Oh, if I document that the wrong way, then I... y'all, I'm telling y'all, TikTok be having me. I be in a rabbit hole. I really do. I really do. But also, yeah, breaking a cycle of being on social media too much because sometimes social media can give us the wrong interpretation of life. Sometimes social media can make us feel like we're moving too slow in life right? When in reality, sometimes we see that the people that are moving so fast, they may not be moving fast, or we don't know how long it took for them to get there, right? So sometimes we got to be careful at what we're looking at and how we're looking at it, right? Because to look at somebody else's life, it's okay to say, okay, I see that she's doing well. I see she's doing amazing. Damn, I should be doing what she's doing. I should be where she's at. That is not the way that God has ordained your life. He has it planned out for you. You just got to give him time, right? You cannot rush God's process. I heard Spirit say it again. You cannot rush God's process, okay? Because rushing his process and thinking that you can do this on your own time, thinking you can do this on your own time, I can only tell you where you're going from here. I, I don't even think I can tell you this. As a matter of fact, I'm not even going to say I can only tell you. I'm going to tell you I don't know where you're going from there. But again, yes, breaking the cycle of watching somebody else and it's okay to say, oh, okay, take a couple of ideas, a little business ideas, budget ideas. It's okay to take instructions and things of that nature. But please, let's not just look at other people and be like, yo, I like that. I want to be here. I can't. Oh, it's moving too slow. I got to hurry up and get here. It, nothing is moving slow. Everything is moving in your favor, but you just have to sit back and realize 
that goes back to the, you have the answer, sis. You got to sit back and realize and think to yourself, am I moving too fast for myself? Am I thinking too fast for myself? Because lots of times we think faster than our process is. Damn, that was deep. Lots of times we think faster than our process is. Let me elaborate a little bit. Lots of times we think faster than our life process is moving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's a little bit hazardous. It can be. A little bit of toxic waste. It can be. But yeah, I believe that cycles, a lot of cycles and a lot of negative cycles should be broken. Speaking negatively about people, having negative thoughts about people. Um... For my anger girlies, let's control our tempers because I'm an anger girly sometimes. But <laughs> I have been working on it to the T, just sitting down and collecting my thoughts and knowing that every reaction does not, every action does not deserve a reaction, right? So with that being said, y'all, even like... I would say since this, like if you're listening to this podcast, it's 222 on the clock, so 222. I would say listening to this podcast, since I've titled it Breaking the Cycle, clearly you found this podcast for a reason and there are cycles that you want to break, especially if you tuned in. Um, Write down cycles that you notice that you have, even if it's the smallest cycle. Pick it apart. See... What you like about that cycle and what you don't like about that cycle. Because lots of times we don't only have bad bad cycles in our life. We have good cycles too. So I want to give you, I want to test y'all out because I'm going to do it too. Write down five bad cycles and five good cycles in your life. As of right now, I've started one amazing cycle. And the one amazing cycle that I have started this year, two for the beginning of this year. The two amazing cycles that I have started for the beginning of this year, one is setting a boundary. The moment that I see BS coming, I spin that shit around the other way. Oh, I don't know if I'm supposed to curse. I spin that stuff around the other way. And I keep it pushing before it comes into my energy, my presence. The second good cycle that I began this year is the cycle of buying myself flowers. Yes. Yes. Doing something nice for myself. I bought myself flowers for the first time, and that's an amazing cycle. I can go on and on about my five bad cycles, but I'm still gaining my five good cycles. So chill out. Hold on. Give me a second. So, <laughs> yes, everybody, I want to thank y'all for tuning in and listening to me speak. I'm pretty sure my next podcast is going to be better. It's going to get better and better every podcast because of course this is my first one and I am still super nervous even halfway into the podcast the end of the podcast I am still nervous but I feel like I probably did a good job right crickets okay but I feel like I did a good job so I want to say I thank you guys for tuning in and every Friday I will be getting an episode out to you guys every Friday you guys will have an episode okay I promise because I want everybody to be able to sit down unwind relax listen to the podcast while you're driving you know have conversations about how the week went you know because I know the week is long 
we we need a good Friday podcast. We need something to talk about, something to, to dish out a little something, something, something. All right. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in to my first official podcast. And again, this is the You've Got the Answers His podcast where all of the answers that you're searching for, or should I say all of the questions that you're in search for, if you look within yourself, you have every last answer for that question. Okay. And this is also a guide to self-introspecting. Always look within yourself, pull what's in you, out of you, see how you can fix that for the betterment of yourself, and we'll be getting somewhere. So thanks for tuning in. Love you guys.